With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Retrograde and Aquarius is in full effect, y'all. <laughs> it's making me think, y'all know Mercury, by now Mercury rules Gemini and Virgo. And it was Dionysus, a Gemini, a few weeks ago that called in to, <laughs> to let me know basically that I couldn't be heard online. I still had my mute button on and everything. It was just hilarious and wonderful all at the same time. So, <clears throat> Why don't I welcome us all into this today's Wednesday word. We are live. We are in full effect right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. I heard an astrologer say that this year was going to be ruled by Virgo energy. And I see in the description it says all in to listen, and it lists the number instead of call in to listen. Yeah, I got the seat cut off. It's all good. Mercury is in retrograde in Aquarius, so anytime there's mishaps or delays, like me getting on at 6 Central instead of 5.30 Central, at least through, and now through February the 20th, we get to blame it on retrograde. So um, blame it on, you see? We get to blame it on Mercury retrograde, so I'm going to take full divine advantage of that. Speaking of Virgo energy, energy uh, uh, that's governing, um, that Virgo energy is governing the year ahead, it's that Mercury year ahead, our current year 2021. Y'all know what? I'm about to light something. 
<laughs> we got to clear the air. We're going to clear the air. We're going to clear the airways. And what we're going to do is we're going to get get a really good heads up on next week. If you can't already tell, we're likely really going to need the assistance. And I'm downloading some pretty cool messages. So why don't we get through this? Even if it's ugly, let's get it out. It'll be beautiful next week. And we're wanting some insights into uh, what's going on. Speaking of, first of all, let's not go any further without honoring, revering um, our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. And um, also, y'all, keep this Aquarius energy in mind, not just because of the great alignment of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius, not just because Mercury is retrograding through Aquarius and not just because we're getting a new moon in Aquarius to set off a whole new month ahead next week in our week ahead we're covering February Sunday February the 7th through Saturday February the 13th so <laughs> there in the in the week ahead on Thursday the 11th not only do we have a new moon in Aquarius but we've got Venus and Jupiter the benefics aligning in Aquarius We've got next week on Monday the 8th, Sun and Mercury aligning in Aquarius. We've got next week on Saturday the 13th, Mercury and Venus aligning in Aquarius. So the Sun-Jupiter um, we just had, it, it just is uh, setting off a ripple effect. And that's how I'm kind of liking to look at it as a ripple effect, Okay. So, the, the, and it further corroborates when I remind you guys that none of these things happen. You see in the description for today's broadcast, Monday through Saturday, we've got Sun-Mercury alignments, we've got Sun-Sextile, Chiron going on next week, we've got Mercury trying in the North Node next week, Mercury square Mars next week. Out of everything we've got going on next week, none of them are isolated amongst itself, okay? It's all happening within the larger context of just everything that's going on. I'm just pointing out to you, even within the first five minutes of the broadcast, that the emphasis, the heavy emphasis of everything lining up in Aquarius is significant. It shouldn't be overlooked. It shouldn't be sniffed at. It shouldn't be um, just brushed off as like, oh, that doesn't mean anything, no big deal. Um I just got a tweet. Uh, if you're following Mama Dada Astro on Twitter, <laughs> I uh, I got a tweet today from someone. Uh, they were their original tweet was, "If the moon is in Scorpio, which it currently is right now, if the moon is in Scorpio and my moon sign, he says, is in Scorpio, WTF?" Does that mean I need a whole lecture on this ish for real, for real? And so I proceeded to reply that, you know, <laughs> he charged up Scorp. Somebody replied to them, charge up Scorp. And so I replied, um, talk about your lucky day. I lectured since he was asking. He said he needs a whole lecture on it. I said, I told him I lectured on this last week, meaning I lectured on what will be going on during this Scorpio quarter moon week 
last week and our week ahead, where we covered um, the end of February through February the 6th, which today's um, February the 3rd, Wednesday. And so I said, well, I lectured on this last week during the Wednesday word, link is in the bio. And I was letting him know what it means if the moon is in Scorpio and his moon is in Scorpio. It means your emotional and subconscious nature is being activated. It's being charged up. It's being turned on. And that's why I laughed because somebody actually told him that before I got a chance to. Um, And I said um, that this nature of yours is being activated at least to a peak curiosity. We know that that's the truth because here he is, a whole Scorpio, tweeting about what's going on. What does it mean? He says, and I go on to say, now you can click and find out what we knew then that y'all were coming. Click the link in my bio, which would lead him to the Wednesday word from the week that was governing this Scorpio quarter moon week, right, that we're in right now because we got it ahead of time. And, you know, that they were coming. Y'all know from listen to um, Sundays and Chade that when these activate, when these, that's how you know I've got to be on to something. Because everybody's not talking about the course. Of course, today, the moon just went into Scorpio today. So, of course, today, everyone's talking about the moon being in Scorpio. But I still don't hear people making the connection and the significance to the quarter moon in Scorpio. So, you know, um, we're on to something over here. And the proof is in the pudding and the documentation um, one beautiful thing about this week, uh, speaking of Twitter, first of all, shout out to Brother Ampu of the Hip Hop Astrology TV on YouTube, um, as well as the Prosperity Investment Group. Also, shout out to Ministry Juvie, Imagination Guru on IG and YouTube. Um, but this week on Twitter, I was I was having a particular alignment that bodes well for pub- publicity and popularity, and here goes the, a, t- a television star on a major network retweeting like three of my tweets randomly, just liked what I had to say, retweeted it. My phone blows up. I'm like, oh, is this what is this what like going? It, I didn't go viral by any stretch of the imagination, but this person happens to have about, you know, 35,000 followers, 36,000 followers on their um, particular Twitter account. So them retweeting me was kind of a big deal as it relates to exposure and visibility and people seeing what I have to say and liking it or having something to say about it. So um, things are shifting. I'm saying that to say that wasn't, to tout me, obviously I'm not even giving all the, the the specifics of it, but I'm saying that to say that things are shifting, things are changing, things things are changing right now in the blink of an eye. How quickly does it take me? I've been back on Twitter for a couple of few months now. How how quickly does it take? For you, for you to type something into a social media account and it be retweeted by someone, anyone. That's how quick change can come. That's how quickly um, things can take off, okay? So let's see. 
You can see, you can see from the last week's week ahead titled Incoming Emotional Adjustment, week ahead, January 31st to February the 16th, you can see in the description for last week's show uh, broadcast that it highlights um, tomorrow, Thursday the 4th, for the quarterfinal moon in Scorpio. So this week is really significant, significant because we're already in a season of heavy change with all the Aquarius energy kicked up, but then here we go with this final quarter moon that really wants to challenge us to um, continue to make the necessary adjustments, just like I titled it last week. If we, can t- if we actually live that out this week, making the um, necessary emotional adjustments, especially with Scorpio, and here's the, the gentleman on Twitter, he's a whole Scorpio moon. And I didn't even tell y'all what he ended up saying. That was the real gag right there. What did he say? I was just like, well, there you go, brother. That's probably going to be why. <clears throat> so then when I ended that, I say, you know, now you can click and find out what we knew then that y'all were coming. Basically, not because I need somebody else to listen to the broadcast, but because if you're that curious about knowing thyself, then at least you'll kind of check it out, see whatever, or even say you will. Here's his response. <laughs> Still lost. I have a feeling he didn't listen to the broadcast. Still lost, dot, 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 at this point, F it. So, you know, that opens up a whole potentiality for uh, things for us to discuss. (laughs) But I'll I'll say this. (laughs) That's a good example in the week ahead of what not to do. That energy is not going to help anybody, certainly not that gentleman. It has nothing to do with me. Obviously, I don't take that personally. I'm saying this because that happened for a reason, so I can share it on the Wednesday Word today, governing our week ahead. That includes the new moon in Aquarius, so that when this new opportunity comes energetically in the week ahead, as we the moon continues to wane down, down, down every day, Every day, it's waning down, down, down. It's in Scorpio now. We get the quarter moon in Scorpio tomorrow. It's going to be in Sagittarius after Scorpio. And then after Sagittarius, Capricorn, that's how we'll know we're in the balsamic phase. That's how we'll know we're in that final sign, the sign that started out this entire Capricorn new moon season on January the 12th, 13th, depending on your time zone. We'll be back in that let me give y'all some dates. I don't know. I had this one site I adored, and they just they just stopped. Yeah, they don't have it anymore. And I was going to give y'all the date for these um, moons. I will have to have stuff like that ready for y'all starting next week because I really like to give y'all information like that. Um. After the moon comes up out of Capricorn, where it all started on January 12th, 13th, that's when it's going to go into Aquarius. That's when it's going to be in Aquarius next week by um, Thursday the 11th. And, of course, you all know I put the time in there. So it's, at, it's going to be exact 1.06 p.m. Central. All of the times listed are in the Central Time Zone. So <clears throat> between now and 
pretty much a week from now, Thursday afternoon, we've got uh, we've got some waning, some more waning to do, some more shedding, some more releasing, some more accepting, some more surrendering, some more letting go, and some more just getting, making room, certainly, making room. Um, let me see. Okay, cool. So I've got horoscopes for all the signs, duh, <laughs> yay, a.k.a. yay, and um, we'll get into that here in a second. I just wanted to run through the lineup for next week's energetic and astrological events, the main ones. Y'all know it's not comprehensive. Um, also, for today's slideshow, I have included, let me open up the chat. I can't believe I forgot to open up the chat. The chat is now open if you are online and would like to call in and listen, you can dial the number in the description box. If you're calling and listening, you want to get online and chat, feel free to get on blogtalkradio.com forward house. We are live in the chat, baby. Okay. <clears throat> so our main energy out governing our week ahead is so interesting because I pulled the judgment card, a.k.a. truth which is the very, this is the gag. Y'all know spirit is right here, just, you know, <laughs> waiting to show out some more. But if y'all recall, the spread that we got for the new moon in Capricorn had the judgment card, a.k.a. the true card, in the future position. And now we're here in that future that we got a heads up about back then. And we knew back then that this would be a very karmic time um, I know certainly within the context of my <clears throat> physical experience right now, y'all, you think, you know, I'm an empath. <laughs> so when people around me are getting the karma that they deserve, it hits a little different for me because I don't get anything out of them going through their karma. Yeah, they goddamn deserve it. <laughs> they're getting everything they deserve. And it's a couple of few people. They're getting everything they deserve, been getting it. But it's it's getting real pronounced, especially the moon's in Scorpio right now. Things are coming out. Things are being exposed. I think what's really happening, happening especially because Scorpio is water, emotions, feelings. Things are rising up from beneath the surface to be healed. You may think, especially now that Mercury is retrograde in Aquarius, you might think of something that happened years ago and be given a divinely new perspective on it. And that, you know, helps bring about healing energy right where and when you need it. So the judgment card coming back up, to me right now, especially sitting on top of this, uh, it's the Memories of Love card in the Psychic Oracle Tarot deck. Um, memories of Love is the Six of Water. Speaking of Watcher, Scorpio, as I, we are reading for the week ahead, which includes the new moon in Aquarius, but like I started this whole broadcast out reminding you, none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. Whatever energy is going to be present at the Aquarius new moon a week from now, <laughs> On Thursday, February the 11th, we are building on it right now today. We are building on it right now as the 
Moodis and Scorpio about to be exactly square tomorrow afternoon. So we're still in this energy of challenge. We're still in this energy of needing to shift. I'm watching people around me, even people that are getting their karma. You would think karma would be you getting your karma, and you know you're getting your karma. You would think that would be enough to say, you know what, let me shift. I watched this play out years ago. I remember uh, uh, somebody I knew uh, was diagnosed with cancer. And they just acted like the doctor didn't say nothing. Two years passed. The doctor, the doctor's like, no, you really have cancer. And if you act like we playing this time, you might not make it five more months. So... Anytime's a good time to heed a warning and a word of wisdom, but certainly when you know you are reaping the consequences, the negative consequences of past decisions, and you still have the audacity to be obstinate and indignant, you're asking for trouble. So this is no, I'm telling you this because we get our messages a week in advance around chill. Homeboy on Twitter, <laughs> he might not be sitting or sitting up talking about, well, forget about it and uh, forget about you, forget about what makes you you, forget about what makes you tick, forget about what what's going on in the world, in life, in nature that is activating you, that is here for your development, that is here for your benefit, that is here for your support energetically. The whole moon is in the sign of your moon right now. AKA you're having a lunar return, AKA you are setting a tone for your month ahead, sir. Might want to make it the highest vibrational, uh, 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 highest vibration possible that you can muster right now because your personal month ahead depends on it, sir. So I really encourage you under this plethora of Aquarius energy, do not knock and dis miss what you do not understand, even me within the context of relationships and karmic relationships and things going on around me, even I cannot just categorize, oh, this is just karmic. I've been dealing with this for however long. I know exactly. No. You acting like you know exactly how things are going to play out now is going to have repercussions. You, who, uh, uh, there's a scripture that says, who knows the, it either says who knows the ways or who knows the mind of God. You don't know what spirit is about to do. And there's another scripture that says that spirit, Abba God, chooses the foolish things to confound the wise. Stuff that don't make no sense. Just like they said, uh, what was it, two fish and five loaves? Will break it, bless it, and break it. Basically, take off, take a piece. Every time you take a piece off, say a prayer and bless it, and and it and it multiplied. There was a story about oil, uh, uh, um, oil in these vessels in, in the scriptures as well that that lent itself towards that same of the story, which was <clears throat> God can take your not enough and make it enough. God can do all kind of magical, supernatural, wonderful, uh, miraculous, blissful things that your mind can't conceive. 
So, so, so I just encourage you very strongly now leading into the week ahead, we've got this judgment card and the memories of love. The memories of love card is like a card of the past. So don't, it's this matter of not assuming based on the past, making a judgment call based on your assumptions about the past or from the past. Aquarius is all about the new, new and breakthrough. So there, it, 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 all signs are leading to breakthrough and new and change and shift. So why would you base critical judgments and decisions on something that's outmoded, outdated? It hasn't been working. <laughs> you know it doesn't work. So in this week ahead, I definitely encourage you. There, it's a new moon. We want to do something new. We want to clean the slate. We want to Go go dark, just like the moon is going dark. We want to black blank out, black out, go dark, and get still, get quiet. Let your new moon affirmations come to you. You get still and get quiet. This memories of love card six of six of water is a card of war. I love it's a Scorpio card. That's why I love it so. So you see the melding and the blending of energy between. The Scorpio um, quarter moon week that we're in right now, it's a, the quarter moon is exact tomorrow, and you see how it blends into the week ahead, even by way of the Scorpio energy. With um, the memories of love, it, this, this energy talks about tender, loving care. That's why it's this childhood card. You know, when you think about these, the, it, it doesn't have to be people. It could be just an instance when you went somewhere and you did something and it just uh, – you know, me and my roller skates, my first pair of roller skates when I was seven, it's just remembering getting those roller skates. I remember that joyful feeling. So these memories of love, these memories of um, <clears throat> joy, by all means, let them comfort you. Like I said, whatever is coming up, let it comfort you. Let it heal you. Let it transform you for the better. Let it... Uh, help you make the, these judgment calls of for breakthrough and newness that we're being called on and required to make in this season. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll leave it there for now. I'm sure more will come up as we get into the hor- horoscopes. Y'all know by now, your world healer, Mama Dada, <laughs> the dark and lovely astro tarot priestess, um, I'm Mercury ruled. <laughs> so when Mercury goes retrograde, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, I'm making the most out of it. I'm making a lot of headway already. We're not even a few days in, um, but it, it, I must admit it is impacting my energy. And I think because of the Aquarius activation, everything's coming in so fast. I literally told a friend of mine the other day, I said, I, I, they called me later in the evening and I, and I was just like, I'm so dry. Like, I've had a long day of taking in information. That's Mercury. Talking on the phone. I don't talk on the phone too terribly much if it's not about astrology or reading or something like that. But I had to, you know, make business calls and it had nothing to do with astrology. So it's, you know, out of my normal territory. It was pulling on different energy. So I was drained. And then a friend called about something and then I had to let them know the next day I was out of it. Talk about Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. I was on such an information and brain overload. I was out that thing. I said, well, now what did you say yesterday? Because I was gone <laughs> whenever you called me. So 
continue to heed the wisdom that we've been getting for, to take your time, of course, especially because of Mercury retrograde, but it is just that it's still winter season. It's still a good idea to rest and take your time and, and uh, <clears throat> you know, rest your striving because cause, cause we're, we're about to have spring equinox. It's about to be spring, led by Aries, all fired up, ready to go, ready to start off a whole new, brand new zodiacal year, astrological calendar year at the end of March. So here we are at the beginning of February, two months away, and we're being called on in this week along that journey to continue to be willing to make the necessary shifts and judgment calls that feel that 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 feel the emphasis is on how it feels. It, it's so it's so simple a child could do it. Leo, the full moon energy we're still in. Child, inner child. Certainly, our inner child can distinguish. This feels good. <laughs> I like how this feels <laughs> versus, you know, memories of love. This six of water we got. This feels warm and tender and loving and caring and, you know, nostalgic and all this, these warm, fuzzy feelings as opposed to, you know, this, I'm in pain. This hurts. This is uncomfortable. Not, let's not, I, I don't want to use the word uncomfortable because in this energy and season of Aquarius, I definitely am encouraging all of us to step outside of our comfort zone, be willing to see things differently, do things differently, open our minds to some way we have not taken before. That's cool. Beautifully to go along with that at the bottom of the deck, we do have the hermit card. So if you, just like you literally see on the hermit card, if you can't see in the dark, turn on the light. With the hermit card, that light is on the inside of us, an inner light guiding us from the the point of our intuition, from the point of our stillness. Excuse me. Underneath that, we've got the six of earth, material and spiritual prosperity in the psychic oracle tarot deck. So here we are with the six of earth being you know, my favorite interpretation of of the six of earth where this says material and spiritual prosperity is just gratitude. And that's probably why whoever created these cards had the audacity to call it material and spiritual prosperity, because that's where the prosperity resides, not just in 2021, but at all times, the prosperity resides just where this hermit is pointing us to inward. It does matter, especially with Mercury retrograde. Any In any planetary energy that's retrograde, retrograde means go within. So certainly with Mercury retrograde, go, with it, go inside your thoughts. Go inside your plans. The hermit, it's a Virgo energy. Speak, I started this whole broadcast out re- referencing Virgo energy. <clears throat> Virgo got a really great card this week, by the way. Y'all got probably my favorite card period this week, the Empress, which talks about growth and abundance. So certainly that there's growth and abundance associated with us all getting into our inner Virgo that wants to fix things. What good is Mercury retrograde going through Aquarius? Such a sign of brilliance and and, and genius and, 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 and 
and invention and 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 uh, 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 just uniqueness and originality. What's what's the point of Mercury retrograding through this energy if we're we're not going to take it and get that abundant breakthrough that we desire? Everybody can say right now something they want or a goal for the next month or for the year ahead. The pathway there is an energetic path. I just got word. Not only did one of my, three of my tweets go semi-viral this week out of nowhere, that's never happened before. Aquarius, unique, different, on my midheaven in public, um, uh, uh, you know, popularity, career. But in addition to that, I got some really good, you know, news on the financial end about how this is how cold spirit is. And so when we're sitting up here getting the judgment card, a.k.a. the karma card, a.k.a. the truth card, that we got a heads up on at the beginning of Capricorn New Moon season week, now that we're embarking upon the final week of that Capricorn New Moon season that started January 12, 13, when this card pops back up, spirit is saying, you remember that judgment I told y'all that was coming? You remember that karma I told y'all was coming? Well, karma, a.k.a. karma works two ways, in the karmic sense and the dharmic sense. Once you've outgrown or outlived your bad karma, you're in the dharma now. think I might have. <laughs> I think I might have shifted over into the dharma because, as it turns out, some stuff I had done over two years ago, it looks like it's coming back to pay me big. I, at the time, I didn't even know why I was doing it. I, I had never done it before. I'm talking about Aquarius energy now, getting outside of your comfort zone, thinking outside of the box, being willing to, to shift into unknown territory. Never done this before. Never heard of this before. Nobody has set a precedent for this yet. Nobody has developed this yet. I'm, I'm creating it out of thin air. And here's spirit, something I was doing, didn't even know what the heck I was doing, just doing it by faith, just like I tell my babies, just say thank you, even when you don't understand. Just say thank you, even when, you know, you don't even really want to do it. Just say thank you, faith your way, not fake, A-K-E, faith, A-I-T-H. Faith your way through it and and be in six of of earth, just like we got this week uh, for the week ahead for the new moon in Aquarius. Material and spiritual prosperity. Be thankful in all your being in the week ahead and right now and leading into the week ahead. Be thankful. And all you're going within, like this hermit card suggests, and your Mercury retrograding and going within to <clears throat> reassess and review and reanalyze your thoughts and your plans and your ideas and your memories. In all of your doing and being in the week ahead, be thankful. You will be so glad you did. The karma, the dharma associated with you being that way is is it's something your brain can't ascertain. I did You see, <laughs> because some people think they have to scheme and scam to get ahead in this life. Spirit is trying to show us through me and many others connected to this growing Mama's Babies Nation. That <laughs> no, it couldn't. It 
things could not be further from the truth. You cannot even have any idea, let alone trying to be covert and, 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 and controlling and manipulating and try to make things go a certain way to come up, scheming and scamming. But spirits, that once again, the, the foolish things that, that are sent by spirit to confound people who think they know so much, got all their degrees and did all this stuff, and, and I'm about to shift into another I mean, there's no other way to say it, into another tax bracket. And we just started February 2021. And it looks like I'm about to make my financial goal for the year within the first two months. Thanks to Corona. Thank you, Corona. When you don't understand, still say thanks, because I don't care what it looks like. All things are working together for our good. For the good of those in the scripture, it says, for the good of those who love God and are called according to God's purpose. Breakthrough is happening. Change is happening. We're being asked to go within and be balanced. The six of earth is a card of balance. It's a card of stability. Um, and, the, and the balance and the stability, like I said, they really, a lot of it comes through just gratitude. If I have any, if, I, if the, you know, when I shift into this next tax bracket, you know, the, we're talking, see, what I'm, when I'm talking to y'all each week about the magnitude of, of something like this great alignment that here, even within the first three months of 2020, we are still setting the tone of you. you, If you missed it, quote unquote, on December 21st, 2020, you're in luck. Talk about your lucky day. We're in luck. You're in luck. We are still setting a tone for this new age in Aquarius energy for the first few months of this year. So get in now. Jump in on that double dutch now, like I told. I believe it was Rose Maria this Sunday, this past Sunday on Sundays and Friday. Shout out to everyone who participated this past week. It, just, it, it was so good. I didn't even get to sign off. Me and that, we had two Lisas this past week, and that last Lisa, Baby, it was just too good. We couldn't hang up. I didn't get. I didn't get the. If you call in on the phone, it keeps going. But if you listen live on the air, you, you can hear that it set us off. But you know, the big things are popping. Speaking of, that makes me even talking to Lisa and them last week. She could feel it. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Aquarius is an air sign. We've got a stellium of planets in there right now. Today, Venus just went in there, three degrees. Saturn's there from the alignment on the 21st of December. It's now at five degrees. Jupiter's all the way at 10 degrees. The sun is at 15, and Mercury is retrograding at 24. That's five energies. And when the moon gets there, like I said, here next Thursday, it'll be six. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Over half, 60% of, of, of planetary bodies in this Aquarius air change 
energy. So you think it might be a big deal? We're going to get what we deserve. That's what this karma card is here to remind us. You can't, we can't get to next week a whole blank slate for us to, you know, figuratively write down on or literally <laughs> write down, especially in Aquarius air, write down. And that's what I'm saying about the dark moon, the new moon. On the 11th, I strongly encourage you to chill. Hermit part, go within. Material and spiritual prosperity. Get get real thankful about what you want to see manifest over the next month. Think about what you've manifested in January so far, first month of the year. And just get still. What do you deserve? What do you want to earn <laughs> so you'll know you deserve it when it's time to just hand it out? And this Virgo is probably coming up because the next full moon after this Leo full moon will be a Virgo full moon. That's why I say it's perfect for Mercury retrograde for us to get this hermit card because it, this is the energy of going within to fix things, especially Virgo going with the they talk Virgo uh, Beyonce. They talk about what a perfectionist she is when it comes to her craft and her work. Her health. So certainly being scrutinizing the moon's in Aquarius, the, the, the moon in Scorpio governing this quarter moon week, it's a very probing and penetrating and intense, you know, it's not like surface level. This is the, the, the energy of surgery. So we can heal. So we can feel. Our psychology, our deep emotions, our deep sexuality. So that requires that requires us to really ju- once again, like I said this past week, it requires us to really judge ourselves so we don't have to be judged. This with the six of water, give up, give up, give yourself some compassion. Don't don't judge yourself too harshly. That's see, you gotta watch that with this new moon and Capricorn energy that we're wrapping up. I feel my um, Capricorn placement people all the time because they tend towards negativity. It's not just one of them. It's all of them. I have to remind them, but there's, there's also a silver lining. There's also the glass half full. There's also a brand new day and mercies are new every, every, every rising. There's also (laughs) six, this material and spiritual prosperity, six of earth. There's also, and always something to be thankful for air, breath, life, health, strength, sound mind, uh, roof over your head, clothes on your back. We're going to get what we deserve. And if we continue to tell ourselves here over the next week that we deserve judgment, harsh judgment, we made one mistake, two mistakes, three mistakes, however many mistakes out of ignorance or out of tra- being traumatized or psychologically a damage as a child, like I said, all this inner child with Leo and stuff coming up. You're going to judge yourself too harshly? Or are you, just go, are you going to scrutinize like the hermit? Go within and scrutinize by all means. Go within and do a full probing uh, 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 assessment by all means. But when you get in there, especially if you find some muck, and some mire, 
Take some water. Be gentle. Be warm, tender, and loving to your inner child. They didn't know any better. They, they hadn't healed. They hadn't transformed. So that's the general message I'm picking up. I'm about to go through all the signs with astrological house information so you can get it both ways. You can look at your week ahead, unlike the gentleman on Twitter, and I hope he does end up clicking the link. Um, but you won't have to just be like, well, forget it. I'll just keep doing what I've been doing. When we're in an age of change and you say, forget it, I just won't worry about it then, a.k.a. it, my feelings, my deep, intense, extreme feelings that are connected to my psychology and my motivations. And my ability to be in intimate relationship. Um, in the week ahead, we've got, I don't know where my little thingy went. <laughs> Y'all, it's Mercury Retrograde for real. <laughs> I'm about to pull this up uh, so I can go make sure I've hit on everything in the list. Of course, your astrologer. I remember a few things. Here it is. Um, of course, your astrologers are mostly in the week ahead going to be hitting on this lucky, 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 lucky alignment of the two benefics, Venus, the lesser benefic, as well as Jupiter, the great benefic. So that's going to be happening um, on the same day of the new moon. So that bodes well for the new moon. There, that's why I'm telling y'all now with this judgment and this karma, aka Dharma, when you're in that deserving and having earned it, don't. I know for a fact I've outlived my bad karma. I know that for a fact. And so now, you know, not to say quote unquote bad things don't happen, but to say none of it is, once again, none of it is happening to me. It is all happening for me, even when I don't understand it in that moment. Aquarius is an energy of the future. Sometimes you, Kanye said it, ahead of my time, sometimes years out. So the powers that be won't let me get my ideas out. They just say he's crazy. Sit down. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Ain't nobody ever heard of that. And I just got through moments ago encouraging y'all not to dis. It's, it's certainly not now. I would not be in the habit of dismissing things simply because I did not understand them. We are being encouraged to go within for a reason. We're being encouraged to take our time and stay balanced and grounded with gratitude and with a a warmth and a tender loving care for ourselves and others during this time, especially Mercury retrograde during this time, especially while all this energy is kicked up in Aquarius. Things can happen fast. You can make one Decision, judgment, judgment call. You can make one bad judgment call here over the next week, here over the next month of New Moon and Aquarius when we started off on the 11th, February 11th. You can make one bad decision and in an instant Aquarius, which is ruled by Uranus, sudden reversal. But see, likely it isn't something you just now did. Look at Tim Norman. 
the sweetie pies. He's a whole cancer. Our first card out, Aquarius, we're starting. So week ahead is governing the Aquarius and the moon. I'm starting with Aquarius this week. And Aquarius got the cancer card, the chariot. So that's going to be governing all of us next week. And Tim Norman, I believe, is a cancer, either a cancer sun or cancer moon. That's more water, y'all. We got to feel if we're going to heal. We've got to feel if we're going to move forward. This chariot card shows powerful, determined movement forward, which is perfect for this Aquarius energy and all this fixed up energy that is culminating in Aquarius in the week ahead. We've already had the Taurus first quarter moon. We are fixed energy. We already had the Leo full moon fixed energy. We're in the middle of Scorpio quarter moon fixed energy. And the coup de grace next week is going to be the Aquarius new moon energy fixed on the low vibration stubborn. I don't want to change. Okay, well, you finna see what that karma do. But when you get bound and determined to get off in your chariot and ride off into the sunset towards whatever spirit is leading and guide, spirit is leading and guiding you to, then you get to enjoy material and spiritual prosperity and things that feel warm, tender, and loving. When you're vibrating low on the stubbornness and the unwillingness to change, the unwillingness to see things from a different perspective, the unwillingness to let go of everything you've held on to, especially uh, 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 Capricorn. Y'all literally showed up this week with the Four of Pentacles, just holding on for dear life. That's not going to serve you in the week ahead. Did this Capricorn new moon season teach you nothing? Capricorn, you got a week left to figure out how to release that that death grip you have on whatever it is that's keeping you bound. Who is that right above you? That's got to be Libra. That's Libra with the Capricorn card, the devil card. So Libra, you and you, and hell, uh, Cancer got the dang two of swords, which Capricorn kept getting uh, for two weeks up until last week. So all of the uh, cardinal signs pretty much, uh, um, who is that, Aries, y'all looking pretty good. But Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, I need y'all to get it together in the weekend. That's the very energy I'm speaking of. The stubbornness with the devil energy, Libra, really? Addiction, obsession, let it go. Acceptance, surrender, letting go, shedding. We're, we, we're, between now and the 11th, when the moon is new, you got one job. As the moon is waning, you continue to shed. You continue to release. You continue to let go. You continue to... Flush anything down the toilet you need to, figuratively or literally. Throw things out in the dumpster away from your home. (laughs) Write stuff down and rip it up. Burn it. Whatever you need to do between now and then, we got new energy coming in. And it's going to require a new version of us. We've got three alignments in the week ahead to help us. Sun, Mercury aligning in Aquarius is going to help us get our mind right about change. If we've still been needing a little help, that's exact on Monday the 8th. 
the Sun Mercury alignment in Aquarius, 7:48 a.m. Central. We've got this great, lucky, benefic alignment the day of the new moon. It's going to be to our great benefit to open our mind to change and breakthrough and, and, and witty invention, just revelation, wisdom, and knowledge, divine inspiration out of nowhere. Have your pen and paper ready for the month ahead. And then we have a final alignment on Saturday the 13th of Mercury and Venus. Mercury retrograde aligning with the lesser benefic, the quote-unquote lesser benefic Venus to make it even more advantageous and desirable and, and, and beneficial for us to line our thoughts, our, our, our mental energy, what we are writing and planning for the month ahead, because it would still kind of be going on at that time, just two, two days out from the new moon. It's, everything's pointing to what Aquarius's card is suggesting for all of us, which, which is that things are about to take off. All this energy from December 21st when Jupiter and Saturn went exact with their alignment in Aquarius at the zero degree to set off the whole shebang. Now we now that six planets are about to be here, we're about to get a reactivation, like even more so. Because six planets wasn't in Aquarius on December the 21st of 2020. Now it is. Now even more so this new age, this new energy, this, this breakthrough, um, um, reset, mutation, alignment is getting an, an, a, another chance at another to, for us to take a deeper look, a closer look at what this could look like who knows exactly the future none of us but if you can get glimpses into it if you can get glimpses into what's coming the breakthrough that's coming the shift the reset that is occurring if we're getting a taste of it here now within the first few months of 2021 it begs our attention we should certainly pay attention and we're just getting guidance with this hermit card and judgment card certainly to go within and get that guidance from within first and foremost. All right, so let's go in order, um, starting with Aquarius. Um, yeah, that that's so perfect. Uh, I put in the slideshow uh, the images of different meanings for some of the main cards we got and the one for judgment, which is our main card governing our Aquarius new moon week ahead. It's, it literally says self-evaluation, awakening, renewal, decisiveness, and forgiveness. What did I say, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn? Letting it go. Learning the karmic lesson. Becoming self-aware. Just like the gentleman on Twitter Sometimes we don't even know. We don't know what we don't know. And then we have the audacity to dismiss what we don't know as if it's not important. Just because you don't know it doesn't mean it's not important. 
I, I, I'm sitting here learning something now about stuff I was doing two years ago, but now I'm becoming aware of exactly what I was doing two years ago. And in my becoming aware, I'm about to get paid legally. I'm going to a government office for their people to certify, validate, and put the final stamp on it. All I have to do is bring the paperwork. And been holding on to the paperwork for two years, didn't even realize these two pieces of paper might net me my financial goal for the entire year. And I, y'all know I roll with Minister Jew and Brother Ampu. So I don't do, I'm not, and I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, so I go big <laughs> or I just go home because there's no point. What's the point? Minister Jew always say, ask for more than what you need. Because even if you don't get that amount, my God, how glorious, how wonderful. So, yeah, there's a lot of beauty in, um, in us waking up to the truth, the truth inside of us, the truth of who we are, the truth of us. Because what, we, what we're experiencing as a collective is the result of what's going on with us internally. Uh, Reverend Ike said something very similar to that effect today. He's like, if we, he said, you don't have a problem outside of you. <laughs> he said, if you have a problem outside of you, that's really telling you, you got a problem inside of you. It's not really, you know, these people, are, and I've spoke on that plenty, plenty, plenty about people being our mirrors and our reflections and, and them just pointing us within. And here we are with this time of card this week further reiterating that. So let's Get it in, Aquarius. You started off, Aquarius. You are experiencing the new moon in Aquarius, your sign. Of course, if it's in your sign, it's in your first house. So we're going to be looking to you, Aquarius, to be the light, just like this hermit card, and he's holding up this lantern, this light. We're going to be looking to you to be this light of how to, and this maybe is not necessarily your um, area of expertise, Aquarius, air signs aren't really known for their Cancerian, you know, feelings that they tap into. Um, but certainly, once again, with this Scorpio energy, the final quarter moon, you know, before this new moon in your sign, it's really indicative of a need for you to tap in, go within. How do you check in with how you feel, Aquarius? It may be foreign territory, but that's what we're talking about. That's the energy that you embody, which is change. Be willing to open your mind to be a little bit more subjective and a little less objective about everything. There's got to be something. If something, once again, you'll know what it is that, that needs to be addressed because it's whatever is coming up. It's going to be strong. Can, uh, this chariot card is a major arcana, so it's not going to be small, Aquarius, obviously. This is all about you, this energy in the week ahead. Um, uh, let me let you know that the, uh, I couldn't get just a great chart on the new moon, but, um, this one shows Mars at 18 degrees squaring the 23 degrees of, uh, of the new moon. So that's what the chariot card is all about though, Aquarius, that determination. So see, it's a seven, it's a seven card. And we already have been getting the seven messages about hanging in there. Uh, Sagittarius in the week ahead has the seven of earth, which is a really powerful energy for the entire year of 2021. 
So for y'all to have seven as well, Aquarius, but in this major way, major arcana, I just want y'all to stay focused on the goal because the cherry card shows you victoriously achieving it, but you, you don't victoriously, once again, all this fixed energy getting kicked up in the highest vibration is determination. That's how you achieve it. Bound and determined to achieve change, to achieve revolution, to achieve uh, uh, um, uh, the, the, the reawakening, the reset, the mutation, the ch- whatever changes you're waiting on needing and all that stuff, it's happening, Aquarius. You're just being encouraged to stand up on the gas. <laughs> It's yours. The sun's in Aquarius. The moon's about to be in Aquarius. Stand up on the gas. I'm not an Aquarius, but if I was, I would love to see this card and message this week and the week for the weeks to come because it just further corroborates and and reiterates that um, if you are in your highest vibration of fixed energy Aquarius and you are bound and determined to see something through. Knowing that you deserve something on the other end because you put so much skin in the game and you deserve it, you're, you're going to get it. I know you're going to get it because the next card after you is for Pisces, and it's the Three of Cups, which shows um, rejoicing and celebration. So Pisces, here in the week ahead, you are experiencing the Aquarius new moon through your 12th house. Aquarius is Pisces is twelfth house, so it just means um, Pisces that the new moon is after it's in Aquarius. It's gonna be in yours next, so we're gonna have a Pisces new moon after this Aquarius new moon month is over. So typically Pisces, this is a month. It's so interesting. Rihanna did. I know she's a Pisces. She put up something here recently, and it was like, yep, she she's got an astrologer because Pisces should know um, that. The month prior to your solar return, your birthday, is a good time to rest up. And I think that's what this Three of Cups, the rejoicing and celebration, is pointing to. You're going to get what you deserve a month from now when it is your solar return. If you have been preparing for breakthrough, you know, you can rest and keep an open mind. See, we... People think the energetic work isn't work. I'm telling you now, I had conversations all day the other day, and it wore me out. So, you you know, know thyself and what pulls on your energy and stuff like that. But keep in mind, Pisces, that this should be a time and a season for you to kind of chillax and rest up for your season because you're not going to want to chillax the end. You're going to want to get in your chariot like Aquarius. You're going to want to take off. You're going to want to stand on the gas. You're going to want to rejoice and celebrate, and you will. But take heed to this judgment energy that we all got and and the um, the sixes. I'll, 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 you know, the six of water we got, memories of love, and the six of earth we got, material and spiritual spiritual prosperity. Sixes are about release and release. And, and things smoothing out and calming down. So take that all in in this season uh, leading up to your birthday, and I promise you next month you will be so glad you did. Aries, Aries, y'all got the Queen of Pentacles, and it's interesting, y'all are right next 
Pisces with that message that I just gave because the Queen of Pentacles is that home. She's that kitchen witch. She's that, you know, she's the the ultimate homemaker and domestic goddess or God. So for my Aries out there, certainly anything about you right now, certainly in the month ahead, we are talking about the new moon in Aquarius week next week, which is going to really set a tone for the, for the few weeks after, that come after that. But if you, between now and then, are focused on being in this energy, I'm so led to grab this book, uh, being in this energy of practicality and health, certainly there's a focus on your health. Uh, For you, the Aquarius new moon is going to be in your 11th house of Aquarius, of change, of breakthrough. So if you're needing breakthroughs in your health, health, if you're wanting or needing breakthroughs in your health areas right now, it's here for you. Uh, let me, like I said, I'm getting uh, led to read this little message here about the Queen of Earth for you. Um, in the upright, it says you are the ultimate working parent. This shows someone who can balance work and home really well. So um, in the reverse, it says that you need to strike that balance between your work and family commitments so that you're not over-investing in one or the other ground yourself, come back to what is truly important to you and honor that Aries. So with the 11th house, that's certainly very important because that's the house of hopes, wishes, and dreams and the future. So once again, even more so for you, Aries, you're setting a tone for the future. Things can change and happen instantly and very quickly for you over the next month. So you certainly um, could stand to focus on this grounding energy and being that, embodying that. And, 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 and personifying that because with all the change energy kicking up, Aries, and you're, you're already fire and about that life, <laughs> spirit is encouraging you more, much like this hermit card, once again, at the bottom of the deck, along with this six of earth, you're showing up as the queen of earth because spirit is really strongly encouraging you to embody that. You don't, if you look like a queen of earth this coming upcoming month, if you're, if you're found looking like a queen of earth, then I believe you'll be really happy. Once again, it's right by this three of cups, rejoicing and celebration. If you're found being overly fiery and overly, because there, there's not even any fire. There's nothing in Aries except Chiron. There's nothing in Leo, this waning, you know, full moon energy. There's no, nothing in Sagittarius, the south node. But, you know, nothing is, most everything is in this Aquarius energy, you know? So there's nothing to support all that fire. So that's why spirit is saying, focus on being grounded and stay. If you're going to put your fire Aries into anything in the upcoming month, put it into your home, put it into your health, put it into your, um, uh, 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 of course, this is the queen of pentacles, put it into your career, your, your money pursuits. The things that, that you really value, put it into that, and you'll be happy that you did, okay? All right, Taurus. Taurus, the second fixed sign we're talking to this week, um, much like Aquarius uh, with the chariot, things are taking off so much so, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Taurus, so much so that all you have to do this month is open up wide, Taurus, and receive. See, y'all like that when I said that because that made y'all think of food, huh? (laughs) Open up wide, Taurus, and get ready to receive this Aquarius new moon 
week ahead and month and season ahead that this uh, upcoming week is setting a tone for, you've got the Ace of Cups Taurus. So you opening up wide to receive means you're, it's going to be a happy month for you. The very hand of God is coming out of the clouds to offer you some really good feelings. Like I said, with Aquarius starting off with the chariot card, which is cancer for all of us. It was going to be a lot about how we feel, and that's what this Scorpio quarter moon week is setting us up for, whatever's coming up. For you, Taurus, whatever is coming up is coming up to, for your bounty and for your abundance in your emotions and how you feel. So whatever adjustments you're needing to make this week, make them, because you're going to be glad you did. You're going to feel good about having done it. You're going to feel great about having done it. And the only thing with these aces, which I'm about to remind Gemini of too as well, because they got the ace of swords right after you, open once again. The, it, it, the wisdom for the aces, which are gifts, just open up and receive it. It's the same wisdom for Aquarius, the breakthrough and the, and the change energy. It's just be open and willing to shift your perspective and be flexible to see things from another um, uh, 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 point of view and think outside of the box and comfort zone. So it's the same thing, but Taurus, it's being pointed out that to the the degree that you do this, you're going to feel goddamn good. (laughs) Gemini, you got the ace of swords. Oh, uh, uh, um, um, um. Taurus, this is uh, that uh, this Ace of Cups is is indicative of a season that's going through your tenth house, critical tenth house of your the life, the direction your life is headed in, uh, a career, especially goals, uh, discipline, success as a result of that discipline. So, if you're if I if I, I if I see you disciplining anything, like I said, this the, the water energy is heavy, especially with Aquarius starting out with that chariot cancer card. Um, if I see you disciplining anything, Taurus, I see you disciplining your emotions and being glad that you did because it's not going to bode well for your career for you to be overly emotional. It's pretty much like what I was um, um, to Aries right before you, that balance. You balancing out, you disciplining your emotions is likely going to have a very positive, abundant water is that currency too. So that flow, you know, it could flow to, and on this card, there's actually and literally a, a bird with a coin putting it in the cup. See? So you, you, much like how I tell my mama's babies, you may not on the outset see how things are related. How is me disciplining my emotions going to positively impact my career? I'm telling y'all it's a Venus-Jupiter benefic alignment, benefits alignment with this new moon, mood, emotions, how we feel in the coming week. So even though your conscious brain can't conceptualize how those two things go together, seemingly unrelated, spirit is here to confirm to you if you discipline your emotions as we um, uh, go into the week ahead, you'll be glad you did. And your career, uh, the direction your life is headed in, your, your life path, it could be positively and beneficially impacted as a result. Now, Gemini, Gemini, you've got the ace of swords and you're experiencing the upcoming new moon in Aquarius week and season, month ahead, 
in your, AKA, these are all the places where the Jupiter-Saturn alignment likely is happening for, for all of us. So I know that's true, Gemini uh, energy, so it's likely true for the rest. Uh, this It's a big deal this month and week ahead. The week ahead is setting a tone for the month, so it's a pretty big deal. Gemini with the Ace of Swords, another gift from Spirit, likely some truth. We got the, the Judgment Truth card overall for everybody, so... That's what I'm picking up more towards the truth. You're going to likely some, this is a season where some truth is going to be revealed to you. Um, you're experiencing the Aquarius energy, the great reset, the upcoming new moon in Aquarius week and month um, through your ninth house of Sagittarius, which is ruled by Jupiter. Lucky Gemini and Gemini rising in placement. Um, so there's a really strong potential for uh, even if it, if it's not truth, much like in my case, it's probably some paperwork. The Ace of Swords, the Ace of Air, the Ace of Communication, a word, a word, a letter, an email that's really going to, this is actually another card of breakthrough. So you've got breakthrough energy coming through Gemini in a breakthrough season much like Taurus, because it's an ace, a gift, I encourage you to stay open, especially for you, open-minded. More for Taurus, open-hearted. More for you, Gemini, open-minded, because victory is yours. Um, Gemini, Cancer, Cancer, you are experiencing the upcoming week of Aquarius New Moon energy through your eighth house, and you've got the two of swords. So for Cancer, you know, y'all's energy is the chariot card that this whole spread gets started out on with Aquarius having pulled the chariot card. So your energy really is coming through, Cancer. Like I said, there's a lot of water um, going on, energy getting kicked up right now. And uh, there's even a moon in the card. So your mood and how you feel, Cancer, of course, it's always imperative. Can- if Cancer ain't feeling good, ain't nobody feeling good. <laughs> Uh, but the two of swords, especially since Capricorn kept getting that, it looks like there's been a shift or or, or, or a, um, a, a crossing, a changing of the guards, per se. And it looks like there's this kind of blinded, um, blindfolded, uh, uh, confusing. Even you see me, can't, can't, not, can't, not even really, I haven't, I've had very little trouble spitting things out, even though I've had a little bit <laughs> this broadcast. But here, I, I, I'm really getting tongue-tied. And with this two of swords, that's what I'm really picking up on for you. Uh, there's no... Now, Mercury's retrograde right now in Aquarius, Cancer. And you've got this eighth house season of transformation going on. I just see you needing to get determined to feel. And that still sounds so weird for cancer to say. But look at the Scorpio moon gentleman that was tweeting me earlier. You know, just because you have a plethora of energy like Scorpio, cancer, water, in your chart, in your in your energy, it doesn't mean you know how to deal with it. It doesn't mean you know what to do with it. And so you're being encouraged in the week ahead, certainly the month ahead, certainly this new age of Jupiter, Saturn, and Aquarius in your eighth house. You can't stay on the fence. Eighth house is some real extreme energy, Cancer, and I know that's a bit different from your Cancer nature, but when you get to the eighth house, when you get to the Scorpio house, 
things get intense and you uh, uh, p- being paralyzed. I'm looking at this card and I kind of see somebody paralyzed with fear or thinking they're going crazy because it almost looks like she's in a straight deck of the way her arms are. The moral of the Two of Swords story, Cancer, is to seek inner peace. We all got this hermit card. We all got these sixes. If you put in the work necessary, Cancer, you ought to be able to seek inner peace and ride out knowing that things are, much like the two would suggest that things are balanced and things are going to work out in a balanced way. If you know you've been low vibe in your Cancer energy, then once again, this is the eighth house season. You have a divine opportunity to shift, to transform, to uh, reevaluate your psychology, to heal, to purge. And you can't do any of those things on the fence. Eighth house is intense and extreme, and it, it wants your soul. <laughs> so you're going to have to make a decision. Twos are all about decisions. You're going to have to go ahead and get off the fence, make a decision, and allow this transformation to take place. You will be glad you did. Luckily, it's just two of swords. There's you know, no swords in you, but in the, in the, in the area of your mind, uh, it's, it's time to... Choose a fork in the road. All right. Speaking of fork in the road, we've got Leo with the full card, the third fixed sign in our spread. We've only got one more to go after Scorpio. Um, oh, excuse me, after Leo, <laughs> uh, which will be Scorpio. Leo, you've got the full card this week, and you are have experiencing this greatness of Aquarius energy through your critical seventh house of others. And so, um, Leo, you're directly, <laughs> you're directly opposite Aquarius. So that's what, that, from the Aquarius vantage point or perspective, Leo, you're the other energy, not like the other woman or anything crazy like that. But you're the other. You represent, during this age of Aquarius, you represent our shadow selves, our higher selves, our lower selves, and you're showing up in this energy as the fool. So you're definitely being encouraged to, uh, much like I just got through telling um, cancer. So these sixes we got, relax, relate, release, go within, do that inner work. If you've got, if we've got any work to do here over the next week and certainly governing the next month ahead, and the next age ahead, it is that the work that we've got to do is inner work. It, it, the reason why I know that's true is because look at that whole concept of being the change that you want to see. We don't change things by going out in the world, and you see how well that went with the whole capital building and all that. What did, they, what did you get accomplished? So... Being the change doesn't mean tearing up everything outside and external to you, cussing everybody out that you know and acting like they're all the problem. Blame. I just re- um, uh, I just said that to um, oh about the judgment card that we all got instead of blaming, right? And so uh, the full card for Leo, it's this is certainly not the position of someone who's blaming. Absolutely um, not. Right. Not even more so because it's sitting right next to the Empress card that Virgo got. This full energy, Leo, 
is how you're going into this whole new 200-year age. This is how spirit sees you. Taking a leap of faith, Leo. Uh, this particular, like I said, seventh house, you may be taking a leap of faith in a particular a significant relationship or partnership. This may be, once again, like I said, your shadow self, your higher, your lower self, other aspects of you that you're taking a leap of faith with. So you can be more in your Aquarius energy, which is showing the world your unique, authentic self. That's what the age of Aquarius is demanding of all of us. We got to get real. We got to keep it real once we get there. We've got to be the real us. We've got to, to let the real us shine through. Nobody does it better than Leo. And spirit literally is sh allowing you to show up in our spread for the week ahead, governing this Aquarius energy as just that. Nobody does it better. You look like you just skipping, hopping with your little dog, your little fanny pack, your knapsack, got your boots on, ready to go. So keep it up. If you're having any challenges and you're not feeling free, you're not feeling like you can just take these leaps of faith, Leo, judge yourself. Go within, not like well, I've already explained it, not in a harsh way, in a negative, low vibrational way, but just check in with yourself. Am I living my life to the fullest? Am I, this Z, uh, the fool is a zero card. That's setting off on a whole new journey. Or am I, uh, am I being stubborn, stuck, and stagnant and, and, and obsessed or addicted like a couple of cards away, um, uh, Libra's got this devil card, okay? So just do the self-evaluation if you're not feeling like you're in, in good, full energy, Leo, and take it from there. Virgo, you've already got the heads up that you got the Empress card, which is so appropriate for Virgo, the virgin, the maiden, you know? Y'all are experiencing this Aquarius energy through your sixth house of Virgo. So Virgo is experiencing Aquarius energy through the Virgo sixth house. And we got all these sixes. We got the Hermit, which is the Virgo card at the bottom of the deck. So you're all over this reading, and clearly it's significant for the season ahead, Virgo, especially with you guys showing up as the Empress card, you know, fertile growth oriented, ready to, to, to break. I already said it's a breakthrough energy Aquarius. Y'all are ready to break through, bring something forth. And it's, it's look, looking at my role. It's about that time, Virgo. I do see with the devil on one side of you and the fool on the other side of you, a, a kind of a potential for a pool in the sixth house. Let me tell you, and I know I don't have to tell a Virgo, but when I'm thinking about sixth house energy, the Virgo house, I think about the potential for neuroticism because Virgo wants to get things right. And I'm getting a strong message, especially with the Virgo hermit card being at the bottom of the deck for everybody in the week ahead is the, is the very energy of rest, Virgo. That's why he showed up as the empress. The empress on the traditional Rider Waite tarot deck, she's on a chaise lounge, just like I was talking to Lisa uh, uh, about last week uh, for the Sundays in Sade. She's on the chase lounge. She's not working nothing. She's not looking like she's, she's looking bountiful and like she's ready to bust and give birth. So how much work is a woman, woman doing right before she's, she, you, you're really about to work when you push this thing through. 
So right now I'm getting a strong message, Virgo, for you to rest in the work you've already done and let the blessings and the abundance flow to and through you. The sixth house can be neurotic when you're trying to, well, I got to fix this and I got to do this and, oh, that's not right. I got to, like me with the description, it says all in instead of call in. Like I could let that really, I could have let that just hold me up while I just sat there. Or I could keep it moving, keep moving forward and allow things, allow even the imperfections, Virgo, to be the perfect, beautiful abundance that spirit designed it to be. Everything, just like me, this paperwork that's coming back on me, Mercury retrograde, paperwork coming back around, that's going to be a blessing to my bank account and likely a lot of other people's because, you know, I'm in past, so the first thing I'm thinking about after me is, okay, who who am I help, who I'm going to, you know, share it with. So uh, that's all you need to be thinking on, Virgo. That's what I'm channeling. And, and then that way, even if this devil energy right beside you um, is an influence, um, addictions, obsessions, things like that. That's why I say the neuroticism of the sixth house on the low vibration, you can raise it up by simply, you know, having your healthy routines, having ha- getting into the routine of, rejuvenation, rest, relaxation, whatever you know your thing is right now, your message from spirit is right now, marinate and meditate on that, but don't let it dip into this neuroticism where you're obsessing and you can't, well, am I doing it right? And I think I did it one too many times. Uh Uh-uh. Rest. All right, Libra. Libra, you are having your week ahead. All of this great reset energy in Aquarius is occurring through your fifth house. And with the devil card, Libra, okay, talk to me, Libra. What's going on with your relationships? This fifth house is an area of not just romantic relationships, but romantic relationships are here, Libra. But um, your your relationship with your inner child, come on, that's maybe where that's where the unhealthy inner attachment energy is. Maybe it is, you know, coming from that direction. Uh, fifth house is also, um, it's a beautiful house to enjoy life through. It's a beautiful house to, you know, uh, 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 let your inner child come out and play in. And so when I see this devil energy, it, it, it's a little alarming, Libra, but what I would say is certainly through the accepting, the releasing, the shedding, and letting go, especially if it has to do with romance and dating, especially if it has to do with your inner child, you will see, we just, we're, we're wrapping up Capricorn New Moon season now, so we've had a whole season of how to deal with this devil energy, and we came to the conclusion that the best way to deal with the devil energy is embrace it. If the devil is showing up in the shadow side of you, Libra, embrace it. See what it needs. Sit down and have a cup of tea with it. Talk to it. What it needs. What 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 do you really need, shadow self? You're the sign of this very seventh house of Libra that Leo is experiencing their Aquarius season through. You embody that energy of others, of the shadow self, of the higher and the lower self. So I encourage you, Libra, in this season to... <laughs> Come on, there's luck and there's abundance and there's benefits here. Do yourself the favor of healing your relationship with whatever it is. This it, it, it it's this is the card of addiction. Let's say you're addicted to cigarettes. 
this is a good energy to get to the bottom of it. What is it about the cigarettes? Well, it it it, it helps me calm down. Okay, okay. Well, why am I not calm? What what is uh, what is so what is so restless and 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 upset? What is upset? What needs attention? What is my inner child wanting to say? Need to get out. Let's get to the bottom of it, Libra. Because once again, this is an energy Aquarius of breakthrough and change, the new age. Do you want to be left behind? This is not a religious message about heaven and hell, but it is an energetic message about what happens when you just let things just kind of do what they do and you don't bother to check it. And then the devil think it got a hold of you. So do what you got to do. Check it. Let me uh, move on, Libra. Scorpio, the final sixth sign. You are experiencing this Aquarius week ahead through and this new era through your critical fourth house of how you feel. And you got the five of swords card of chaos and conflict. So definitely, Scorpio, if you're if if this energy is in or around you, much like your water sign sister Cancer, I'm encouraging you towards that inner peace with the five. Cancer got the two of swords, y'all got the five of swords, and that two of swords really is the common denominator because even in the midst of chaos, chaos and conflict, um, even if it's within, like with this fourth house of how you feel, your feelings, it, what the remedy for chaos and conflict is seeking the inner peace, seeking the compromise. Normally, with the two of swords, I say seek inner peace or seek or think, seek compromise, and I typically go towards the inner peace. I would actually suggest for Scorpio um, to to shift if if you're feeling so led and guided towards the compromise. If you're able to, okay, well maybe you can't do the whole full on romantic relationship, but y'all could you know be platonic or be business partners or some way where everybody gets something out of it, even if y'all can't go the whole way, the whole distance, right? So that's what I'm picking up on for y'all. Fourth house, Scorpio, is all about foundation. So you are setting a tone for how everything else is going to go. So take it seriously. This is a critical area of your chart, Scorpio. And if you do it right, you're going to have inner peace. We'll know if you did it right because somewhere here over this next month where we're charging up Aquarius energy, you're going to be experiencing inner peace when others are experiencing conflict and chaos or where you would have been experiencing conflict and chaos because you did the work, fourth house, (laughs) how you feel, because you prioritized how you feel, Scorpio, then you don't have to be in conflict, chaos, or confusion, like I said to Cancer. All right, and after Scorpio is Sagittarius, I already gave you all a heads up that you got the seven of Earth Sagittarius, and you're experiencing this Aquarius energy through your third house of Gemini and Mercury. So we're in a Mercury retrograde. You've got this seven of Earth that says the same thing Mercury retrograde does, which is reassess, review, take stock, you know, uh, do a little analytic, Analyze what you've amassed so far, what what has manifested and transpired so far to, to see if you want to make a, dire- a change direction, right? 
because you got the seven just like Aquarius started out with this chariot. Things are taking off. Lisa know it from last from this past week. She don't know how she know it, but she knows something. Something's brewing. Something's about to pop. Bush Aquarius is about shocks. You know, something shocking, surprising. Something's coming out of nowhere. And Sagittarius, between now and then, especially with this third house energy, you're being encouraged to plan. Write some stuff down. Whatever ideas are coming to mind here over the next week and month, write it down. Erica Badu, she talks about the power of writing something down. I'm, I live it. I just wrote down a number less than a month ago, and I'm about to get it. And it's a six-digit number. So, and I'm a Sagittarius. (laughs) So, Sagittarius, I'm strongly encouraging you in this area of not only just the things that are written down, but ideas, um, conversations, negotiations, commerce, uh, 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 um, uh, movement, travel, short, especially short distance travel, local travel, anything going on in your local community. Um, take another look at it, reassess it. Maybe you, when things retrograde, I, I always talk about it like this. Maybe on the first time, it goes through an area of space three times. So maybe on the first time it went through this area of space, you missed something. But since it's going to go back over it for a second time, and then finally for a third time, you have three opportunities to really see something from some different perspectives, Sagittarius. So here, with this Aquarius energy kicking up for you, I encourage you to take advantage of it. And once again, everybody's wisdom right now is take your time, period. Then with Mercury retrograde, okay, definitely take your time. Think think things over a couple of times before you hit send and finalize things and sign on the dotted line. So you're being encouraged all the more to do that. And once again, just like with everybody else, you'll, you will be glad that you did. Something's breaking through. And even if you can't see it, this is a way that spirit is showing you energetically how to experience that breakthrough. Whatever breakthrough you're needing, wanting, or waiting for, Sagittarius, it's on the other side of you sitting down and taking a look at things in a slow, steady, methodical way. Okay? And lastly, Capricorn. Capricorn, I already mentioned to y'all, y'all have the four pinnacles governing your Aquarius new moon week ahead. And I already mentioned y'all, it's go, it's in y'all's second house, which is a fixed potential for stubborn Taurus ruled house. And this is actually a Capricorn card, I do believe. So it's a lot of earth um, kicking up for you. Um, second house talks about values. Second house talks about your uh, self-esteem. It's earth. So that's your, your physical body as well. Um, but certainly from this standpoint of your point of attraction, What's your point of attraction if you eat nothing but meat, sugar, and, you know, do drugs? Like, that's going to be your point of attraction. That's going to be the, the rate, you're, the, the, the vibration you're on. So you're going to attract according to that vibration you're on, right? Just heavy, dense, you know, bloody, weighed down. Like, just all the things you can associate with, with living a lifestyle like that. So... I encourage you guys, once again, I already gave y'all a heads up along with your other cardinal friends, aside from Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn definitely need to, and and all the more you, Capricorn, just like with Libra before you, let it go. 
just like cancer before you with the blindfold. Let it go. It's in your head, not a cup card amongst you. You're in your head, not in your heart, or you're in addiction and, and routine and rut, feeling stuck. And the best thing you can come up with is to hold on, hold on to what? A ready, stuck, hot mess? If you're going to hold on to anything, Capricorn, hold on to what you value. Hold on to what adds to your self-esteem and self-worth. Hold on to what heightens and enhances your point of attraction. You'll know it's working because of you, you won't be trying to hold on to four little old peony pinnacles. You will open up, like I've been suggesting for everybody, this opening up in Aquarius energy. Open your mind. Open your heart. For you, you may have to open your wallet. You may have, because Capricorn, I know y'all a little bit, a little bit. Y'all like to stack bread, but y'all barely like to spend it. And and y'all always got to be getting something out of the deal. And I get it. Your motto is I use. But we're talking about your point of attraction here. And if you're only giving based on what you're going to get back, then that's going to keep your vibration low. If you challenge yourself in this season ahead to be more willing to open up when it comes to things you value, including money, especially money for y'all, then I feel like it will open up the floodgate. There's a breakthrough that wants to happen this month, Capricorn. If you are, if your hand, we're talking about gifts when I was talking to Taurus and Gemini, both got aces. If your hands are holding on to a pinnacle, you can't accept any new gifts because your hands are already full. And so that's the gist of what I'm communicating to you, Capricorn. You'll be so glad you did. Be thankful for what you have. And know that you, if, if it's outlived its purpose and use for you, you could repurpose that and shift that blessing over to someone else who could get more out of it. And then your vibration is raised. Your karma is, you know, you've done something good for your karma and dharma in that way as well. Take it from someone, like I said earlier, who I have every reason to believe I have outlived my bad karma. Just like you can rack up crappy karma, what do you think happens when you, since we're talking about fixed energy that, that Aquarius is, what do you think is going to happen when you get bound and determined to be thankful for what you already have? What do you think is going to happen when you get bound and determined to share from of some of your good fortune, fortune, just like a tithe or a charitable donation, just take 10%? I, I don't know. I've never met a broke Capricorn. Y'all got... Stacks on stacks on stacks. Take 10%, give it away, do what you are led and guided to do with it, and watch that flow keep up. There's a flow and a breakthrough that, that's coming through with this Aquarius energy, and you don't want to miss it by having a scarcity or a lack mentality. And that's what I see with this Four of Pentacles Capricorn, okay? Things are taking off. We have Chariot with Aquarius. It's looking good. For our week ahead, it's feeling even better. Um, perhaps next week, because I'll be back on the air before the actual new moon, uh, when we do next week's Wednesday word, I'll do a special um, 
Aquarius new moon spread. It won't be for all 12 signs. It'll be a general spread to go with uh, this judgment and this six of water that we got this week. So with that being said, y'all, I hope I did it justice. My energy has been a little spent. Like it it was an old um, pastor friend of mine who said long ago, he said, he said, blessing is hard work. When your dreams are manifesting and coming true, (laughs) sometimes, especially under Aquarius energy, it can happen so fast it'll make your head spin. Sudden reversals. One day, I'm a thousandaire, right? But I hit the lotto, and the next day, I'm a whole millionaire. That's a lot to take in. And you see now why our wisdom for the week ahead is this hermit energy. Look it up. Look into it the hermit energy that wants us to focus inward. And I will actually just um, read a little snippet from the book on that as we roll out, okay? So we can end on the most appropriate note for our message this week. The hermit, you are on a path of spiritual knowledge and self-discovery. Retreat from everyday life and create space. For introspection, go within, and you'll discover the knowledge and clarity you seek, baby. If people really knew this, my Sundays and Sade would be like crickets. I happen to have won. Speaking of this lucky energy that's around right now, I won a reading the other day. This lady was online doing a live, and she's, like, asking these random questions. If you knew the answer, you won the reading. And I just, the the, the question was about how her height. I just put my height. <laughs> Turns out we're the same height because I won. <laughs> and, you know, outside of little stuff like that, if I need a reading done, I'm doing it myself. Because I trust, see, this hermit energy of going within is about trusting what we find when we get there. You can't go within, get the answers you seek, and say, no, that couldn't have been God. Maybe that was a, that Chinese food I had cutting up, acting up. That couldn't have been spirit. When you go in, trust what you find there. Reverse it says, if you feel lost or confused, go within. Trust that your path will become clear when you connect with yourself on a soul level, a.k.a. a higher level, a deeper level. Be careful not to get lost in a deeply spiritual path, disconnecting from the outer world. And that's why we have the Six of Earth right up underneath that hermit card to remind us, once again, much like Aries in the week ahead with the Queen of Pentacles, to stay grounded. Grounding is anything that puts you in touch with the earthly plane. If you eat, you're grounding. If you walk outside barefoot on the grass, you're grounding. If you do jumping jacks, your body, you're grounding your body. If you walk, put your crystals on you and walk walk out the door, that's grounding energy to help you out throughout the day, especially depending on the crystals you're packing. So stay connected. It has been my delight and pleasure to serve you with another broadcast, special broadcast of the Wednesday Word, where we stay a week ahead on them boys. We know now what's going to be going on, and we're going to we're deciding to be energetically prepared for it, so we can continue to win, chariot, come on, so we can continue to be abundant 
empress, right? And so we can get the karma, the justice, and the dharma that we actually deserve and can enjoy. So with that, thank you, thank you, thank you. See you next week. Come back for Sundays and Sade. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.